in a world full of film and TV news. This just in. Breaking news for you now. Gotta interrupt you here. We have some breaking news. Breaking news. To another story that is breaking overnight. Three men have joined forces to bring you the Welcome to the Weekly Cut Podcast, or for returning listeners, welcome back. Uh, this is the podcast that brings you the weeklist, new, weeklist? the weekly news and reviews in TV and film. I should hope it's weekly, or the name is very misleading. Yeah. yeah. Never actually thought about that to explain it. <laughs> it is weekly. Uh, I'm your host, Brad, and this is co-host Connor T. Hello. First blockbuster of 2023. Yes. Excited? Uh, I was. Well, you're not now. <laughs> <laughs> Review time, it's coming. Uh, and with us today is a blast from the past... A former Weekly Cut co-host, a man that's had as many copyright strikes on Instagram and Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> it's Craig Ledrard. Uh, hello, I'm back. <laughs> hello. How are we? Yeah, good. Good, good. Yeah. Oh, I sound really loud. Is it just that's me? That's just you. Yeah, I think it's just you. Just me. Yeah. There we go. It's no change in that. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, right. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Weekly Cut, a smashing little community we've got there. We really appreciate it. We're getting a lot of messages at the minute. Mm. Really nice people that are messaging about the podcast and the account. And I just want to say, they don't go unnoticed. We reply and we really, really do appreciate it. And if you could leave a review, that'd be even better. It'd be lovely. That would be lovely. Yeah. Uh, but, I'm more interested. Are you getting not nice messages? Uh, yeah, I'm a dick. <laughs> Connor, Connor's all right, apparently, but I'm a dick. Uh, no, really, really do appreciate it. But if you can leave a, a, a review, it really does help with rankings and stuff I won't bore you with. Um, on this weekly cut episode, Marvel Phase 5 has begun. Mm. We are breaking down Ant-Man and the Quas- what, Quasp. <laughs> It might as well have been. The yeah. It might as well have been. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania is in theatres and we're breaking it down and we're scoring it. Um, updates on Spider-Man 4, Fantastic Four, Deadpool 3 from Feige himself. Marvel Heavy. Extremely tiny. That's why Craig's here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we'll talk about I don't it. watch anything else. <laughs> uh, also, we've got uh, final trailers for Creed 3, John Wick 4 and some details on I Am Legend, the sequel. But now it's news. Right, straight into Kevin Feige with one of the most suspiciously timed news dumps I've ever seen on the future of the MCU. On the same day and time as the review embargo lifted for Quantum Mania, make of that what you will. Yeah, look over here. <laughs> it is we, that, yeah. We won't say anything more. Right, first up, Deadpool three, hundred percent confirmed, R rated. Gotta, gotta be and happy. Yeah, required. Required? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, the rumours this week, this was not from Feige, but the rumours this week is that Mr. Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick, and Sir Ian McKellen are back as Magneto and Professor X, and it's highly likely it's for Secret Wars, but firstly, this. Do we want to see the guys? I think you have to. Yeah, if you're bringing about, <laughs> if you're bringing about Hugh Jackman as Logan, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it seems pretty perfect, but like you said... All booting up to sequels, yeah. The rumors that are coming out of that they're going to be going for legacy characters, yeah. Potential old Fantastic Four characters, Spider Man's, X Men's, a lot. So yeah, introducing them in this is a perfect way to bring them back. Mm. Do you agree or disagree, Con? Uh, I do, but I feel like they're going to fumble the way through. <laughs> I mean, we'll get on to Ant Man <laughs> and Fair Bill enough. Murray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they come to age. I have got a section for Bill Murray as well. <laughs> yeah. Don't you worry. Uh, with this though, you remember the rumors we spoke about a long, long time ago. The rumors are this is going to be a I can't remember the phrase. It was a multiverse. Road trip through the different universes. It's going to be basically them breaking up the multiverse in their own little way and fun way. Mm. But R rated, so that'd be fun. That does sound very yeah, fun. That sound very fun. Uh, yeah, I'm all for it. I think you're going to see quite a lot of. I do. A lot of uh, old characters yeah. coming back through this one, even for a blink. Didn't maybe. they say 
which makes perfect sense. What you just, I think they said it's going to be a bit of a love letter to yep. the, Fox the Fox universe. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. So that's why they're back, and it's going to be them just taking the piss. So I, I reckon James McAvoy and people, Mike Green and Jessica Alba, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> do I'll it. Find me that. Don't do worry it. about the rest. Yeah. Just, just there. Uh, right. Okay. Next piece of news before we get to Spider Man is Fantastic Four. Big news dropping. Confirmed. Kevin Feige soon. That's all we got from him. Uh, but then Hollywood Reporter come out and said. The casting is starting to ramp up and they're looking at Susan Storm first and then we'll cast the rest. Two questions for you. One, mm. a, One's a rumour again, but I like it. Uh, Mila Kudis yeah. was spotted having lunch with Matt Shackman. I saw that. Mm. You all saw the picture? Yeah. It did happen. I'm not making it up. Mm. What do we think they are all there? Uh, well, <laughs> only one thing. Well, Susan Storm. Do you... Right. Have, have your thoughts. Take your time. Can you see that yes or no? No. <laughs> okay. Absolutely not. So... Um, Right, we're going to come to Craig in a second yeah. for why he thinks that. What about you, Com? I probably, I could, to be fair. Yeah, yeah I could see that happening. Um, but I, it's just a differentiating her from Sue Storm and Meg Griffin. <laughs> Will be tough. She did do yeah. Black Swan. Very serious yeah, movie. Yeah, she did, yeah. But um, we're coming to Craig. I, why? I, I th- well, you know, I think they've got a struggle on their hands because I think they're going to have to show the couple. So who's going to be Reed Richards first? Because I can't see her on her own as Sue Storm. It doesn't doesn't look right to me. I see what you mean. Mm. Um, they're a package deal. Yeah, well, there is. But if I, I think you need to know who Reed is as well as her. They're both yeah. obviously massive, important characters in this. But I think you need to know who they both are before I can sign off and go, well, they work good together. Yeah. Obviously, no one knows until it comes out. But for me, that's she's not uh, in the running for Sue Storm for me at all. I see. I, I, I agree to be fair. I do think Mila Kunis could do it. I just, I think they should probably go another way. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit worried this might be a Sue-centric movie. Are you going to go on, carry on? No, I've got no... no. Well, the other rumour was the kids are going to be in it. Oh, I did not know what Wiccan and... Oh, no, no, that's, no, that's no, thingy. Yeah, Vision, Va- sorry. Valeria and... I can't remember the other kid's name. The right. two, they, have a, they have a boy and girl. Right. Mm. And uh, you, you already talked about it, obviously, but when DC Slate was announced, I was a bit like, oh, Batman going in with kids already. Right. A um, bit early, but then, you know, that makes sense because we've had a lot of Batman. But yeah. this doesn't for me and there's quite a heavy rumor of i think her name's valeria the girl and i can't remember the boy's name well that scares well. me because that sounds like mummy diaries yeah. well this is what i mean i don't want it yeah. to be a family-centric film no. already i'm not sure they have to do the full origin again but going straight in with two kids well, well they did say it wasn't uh, that was a yeah. confirmed not an origin mm. story but that rumor i'm hoping that's not true because i'm getting mummy diary you know these sam and billy fairs yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm getting mummy diaries i mean international yeah. listeners we have no yeah. idea what you're talking about uh, yeah think, think of soap reality no not actually just no soap, they yeah. get the americans get towery they like fair it. enough Essex. They probably might i don't that. want mummy diaries no. i want marvels first anyway but then again but we said this what a year ago when, when we were talking about wandavision the idea of reed turned up and that it's like where have they been all this time? So if they've already got kids and they're already fantastic for, where have they been? Yeah. Multiverse. But we need answers. Yeah. We, we need answers. But at least we're finally getting some soon, according to Kevin. Right. Okay, now the big one. Mr. Tom Holland, Spider-Man 4, a fish. I know it's been spoken about by many people in Sony, Amy Pascal, etc. But Kevin Feige himself has now confirmed Spider-Man 4 officially and the script is already underway. Good. Pen to paper were yeah. his words. Uh, right, so no real shock there, but how hyped are you for this? Yeah, I'm hyped. I, this is, for me, Marvel's so unstable at the moment, and Tom Holland and Spider-Man's only stability we've got, so this is perfect. So I've got there, before Craig tells me what he thinks, I've got there, do we need a big gun back? Because we've lost Thor, I don't know what's going on with that fella. Yeah. Iron Man, Captain Ray, etc. Spider-Man's been flirting because it's Sony. 
I know that they're doing some good stuff. Shang-Chi, I think we all enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think we need we need some stability of Marvel because I'm worried. Mm-hmm. And does Spider-Man give us that with Spider-Man 4? Uh, yeah, absolutely. He's he's you know, he's the most popular comic book character in the world. And movie-wise, I know obviously he's had other things that have helped along, like Toby and Andrew coming back, but the highest grossing movie character mm. in the world as well. Um so yeah, it absolutely has to be that. And you know, casting Tom Holland young enough and looking like a child still. Still um it, it was the whole plan they've got to be going through and there was another rumour about him leading that's damn right yeah, leading the Avengers in Kang Dynasty and going forward which I don't think I think that's a mistake but he's by this point he's going to be one of the most experienced there yeah yeah, really um, obviously catch him hold from the 90s but well, well I have got that as a question mm-hmm. I'm following from that rumour so it is my time to shine hello Twitter insider we're not taking we take everything for a pinch of salt but they're just like everyone else, hitting and missing. Um, yeah. And a f- few others are jumping on the back of their scoop that he has been uh, cast as the lead. So he's going to be root running the Avengers. You're a bit unsure about it, Craig? I think for general movie-going audiences to know like Spider-Man's leading the Avengers, they're like, cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of people, young kids as well, be like, I'm good at Spider-Man doing it. But then you are moving away from the Avengers, if you like. You yeah, you've you've got Sam Wilson as Captain America now. Surely he should be yeah. almost probably the one in charge. We'll see how his film turns yeah. out, and obviously Thunderbolts and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's a good move marketing wise, and to get the audiences. But I don't think it's a good move story wise because he hasn't got the experience. He's still a kid. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I feel, I you know feel I mean? understand. He's what, been to space now, what about you? Know? Well, my issue is every film he's made a mistake, a huge mistake. <laughs> so then to make mistake after mistake and be handheld through his films and say, oh, by the way, you're in charge. He's got a shit resume. Yeah, yeah he has. He's got yeah, a yeah. shit resume. Yeah. So, uh, okay, I think that's, I can I understand what Craig's coming from. Marketing-wise, it probably does make sense because you've got Tom Holland as the billing top bill. So, yeah. But as a, as a team, there's other people there. I mean, Captain Marvel is literally running galaxies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So maybe we don't get the kid from Brooklyn. Yeah, give or Queen, that. sorry. Yeah. Maybe we leave that. But anyway, we shall move on. So the last bit, which is very appropriate timing to speak about, because both of you mentioned today that you're thinking about not renewing Disney+. Plus. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay, you did say that. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Right, okay. The reason I am bringing this up, the last piece from Kevin here. He has confirmed that they are revisiting pacing for release of the Disney Plus Marvel shows. And I quote, we want each of them to get a chance to shine and feel more like an event. Uh, first question off the bat, how much will that benefit the shows and the MCU? I think it will because it's not so, it won't be so saturated. It will be split apart. I mean, before we had show, it felt like we just finished one, another one's starting, another one's starting. So having spaced out, I think would be much better. Craig? Uh, yeah, I do, but they just need to, as well as that, they one majorly need to increase the quality of them. Get better, question mark. Get better, get <laughs> that's, better. Like, okay, that's the next question, fair and, enough. Yeah, they, they, they do need to do that, <laughs> but then also uh, do it in a way, because when it started, they said, you know, you don't have to watch these to understand what's going on. Well, we'll talk about it later, but you do need to see Loki to yeah. know what was going on at the end of this one. Yeah. You know, the whole one division, Multiverse of Madness, and yeah. Captain America, Winter Soldier, whatever. So it's... It, they need to make these more relative, I think, but also quality-wise need to be improved 100%. a lot. But yeah, yeah, slowing it down, I mean, for them, for the production value, is going gonna, is gonna to help, I imagine. Yeah. So the two that are, and again, this is Hollywood Reporter, I've confirmed that are basically definitely releasing this year and the others, Ironheart and stuff like that, are pushed back. We're getting Loki Season 2 and Secret Invasion this year. Yeah, probably the only two. I know Daredevil that's far away. That's not that's not even filming yet. So them two, I think, are pretty solid for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, hot and cold for me. Loki, absolutely. But um, the secret 
War Secret invasion. Secret invasion. We ain't seen a lot of that, have we? Yeah. But to me, I'm not, I'm not too hyped for that at the moment, but I mean, yeah. Okay. Was that a cobweb, or were you, was that just a move? There was a little tiny there, spider. Yeah. Oh, there was. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Connor just made a reach for the star <laughs> movement, and I just wanted to make sure. So, um, like I said, Loki and Secret Invasion are the ones coming. The others, it looks like we're going to have to wait for. Um, also, this week, which, although it's not a Marvel show, it probably it's a strategy that Marvel and Disney are using with their films. So, the Marvels, we've got a first poster for that, first of all. Yeah. I mean, that was whipped up in 10 minutes. <laughs> it was quick. It looked quite clean. It did look clean. But it was uh, effortless. Well, we only said not that long ago we've seen nothing or heard anything. It nothing. was meant to come out June, July, was it? July 28th, I think July, it was. July, yeah. And now we know why. Exactly. Uh, so it's now officially moved from July to November 10. Um, yeah. I think, is it May 5th? I think it's Guardians 3. So they've got February of Ant-Man and May and then now November. So they're trying to space the movies as well. Yeah. And only five projects this year now then. Guess, which still seems insane. It does still but, seem a lot, yeah. but it's not nine. No, <laughs> no. which we've had. I, I think that makes sense to move to November because it would have been finished in July, which for some people probably at the moment it would be good. Yeah. Um, but then you got nothing for six, seven. I don't even know when the next one is after that. When is the next film after that? Twenty twenty four. I don't actually know. Is it not, is it not Fantastic Four? No, that's twenty twenty five. Got moved uh, back to Feb uh, twenty twenty five, didn't it? Well, yeah. Well, so I, space I them out then. Yeah. Blade, that's not even filming yet, so I don't know. Um, it'll come to us in a minute. But anyway, so with the Marvels and that, I I think that is a very, very smart move strategy-wise to, to space them out. I'm a, a huge film and Marvel fan, and even I have got to the point where, and it brings back to Craig's point, not only am I saying that it's a lot of Marvel at the minute, but like Craig said, they need to... It's coming across, and I know that no one's sitting there going, do you know what, let's put out shit, but a load of it, and that's our strategy. No one's done that. Yeah. But it's coming across like they want to do quantity over quality. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, no. And yeah, they need so- to try and reverse that feeling because they are losing a lot of big fans. Yeah. Not just the sort of you know family aspects. They're losing everyone, it feels. Yeah, yeah. for sure. They've, yeah. they've got to calm down. I don't know anyone that's going, nope, I still adore Marvel, <laughs> and I, everything's still out said. You get some Twitter followers. Yeah, but yeah. There's, there's issues there in there. Oh, massive. Mm, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but that's the news on from Marvel. Now, I Am Legend 2, I think this was about, um, it was about sort of a couple of months ago they mentioned it's now in the works, but we've got some more details on it. So I Am Legend 2 is moving forward with both Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan. Uh, now, Connor, can you just have a little explanation of about the canon ending, etc. thing going on here? Yeah, because a, a lot of people thought they... What, is it the Mandela effect or something where you think someone's the ending and it completely changes and no one realised it changed? So the original ending of the film was Will's in that glass little room yeah. with the woman who's trying to recover and he pops a grenade, runs out, kills himself and Hugs kills it. them all. <laughs> yeah. And all dead. Shit ended. Everyone's dead. <laughs> but then out of nowhere, they just brought out another alternative ending, which was he actually heals the young lady on the table and... Uh, vampire slash zombie slash monster things we'll call them zombies yeah. we'll call them zombies they see that will smith's character is helping and they take lady who's it <laughs> lady, <now>. lady official <laughs> name yeah La- official name lady monster and they take <laughs> her away and the film ends nasty and he's still alive and there seems to be a cure right um and it seems now that is the ending they are going with official yeah See, but, I, I think I, when, when we did this age ago, I showed you that. Yeah, ending. and I'd never seen it. I that, personally haven't. But that ending isn't a recent one. That was on the DVD or Blu-ray when it came out. Yeah. So it's been around. It's yeah. not like a, a deleted scene that they, they banged out recently, yeah. released recently. But it's a much better ending. Much better. Everyone always thinks that. But 
this is going to confuse general audiences, surely. Because they're going to go and go, hang on, why is Will Smith alive? Yeah. What happened here? Is it a prequel? What? They, can't, know, you know what I mean? they can't quickly show the ending, could they? <laughs> this is the one we went with, by the way. I think they might do that at the start. Like a recap. Yeah. yeah. And then oh. make people forget what actually happened. A big part I missed out at the end of that film is Will then takes the cure, or the, the young girl escapes and takes the cure to that big um, oh, yeah. safe zone. Yeah. Um, which, with the boy. She's got a little boy, isn't she? Yeah, she has got yeah, I'm that, sure she's got a little boy. Is yeah. that Michael B. Jordan? What, what, well, ooh, I don't want to sound rude, but what colour was he? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't even remember a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah she goes in the, the little square bit, she goes through the hutch and he goes, take this and go. Oh, and he sorry, holds yeah, him off yeah, with a yeah, grenade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I can't remember now. I should have looked this up. I think she's got a little kid. She has, yeah. I'm sure she has. Yeah. You could be right, yeah. That's got to be, Well, I, I could only... Cause my question was to use words because I can't remember it too much. It's been years since I've watched it. Uh, who the fuck's Michael Jordan going to be? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just because he's... Kid, Another character. Kid dies know. in the helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It gets blown up. Cool, blown Because there was a lot of people going, it's his son. I was like, unless he's... A superhero. <laughs> I don't think he's surviving that plane no. crash. Well, uh, that was over water, though, wasn't it? True. <laughs> he could. Imagine, it starts with the kid swimming. <laughs> yeah. Michael B. Jordan. And it cuts through him doing Creed. Uh, anyway, and we're going to talk about that in a second. I, I do think they're going to... Um, I think when you see this new film, they're going to show that ending at yeah. the start of this. Yeah. And then say, like, 20 years later. I, don't know, I do actually quite like that, because uh, I don't think you watched Last of Us episode six today. You was, well, out, yeah. you was, you was busy, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they do that at the start. And yeah. it does what they show just a little the ending sort of thing, and it doesn't take anything away from you. It's just yeah. a nice little recap. Yeah. So, but this one, cr- I think this one's required though. I do. I do. People are going to go into that going. Will Smith definitely blew himself up. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, I'm an audience man. I've only seen the alternate end, alternate ending once, and I agree it's better. But I because back then, uh, usable will both know alternate endings were like the thing. Yeah. yeah, every yeah, single yeah. DVD. So, not, how many alternate endings out there were probably better? I don't know because I'd some I watched, some I didn't. This was one I didn't watch, but I'm I'm glad they're they're going for it because I think if they just went Michael B. Jordan, I'm Legend Two, it's like whatever. Yeah. Um, but just one thing to end on, uh, I think it's what you thought I was going to say is the writer Akiva Goldsman um, is obsessed with The Last of Us. Uh, okay. Uh, and you kind of made a joke earlier over a message with me saying they've seen Last of Us and thought we better get a move a move on with this movie. Yeah, and I went, you've, I don't know if you heard the quote, but that's exactly what they've done. They said we'll have a bit of this. Uh, yeah, so well done, Akiva. Uh, it's they want to do a, a post-apocalyptic 20, 30 year gap, etc. New York City sounds great. That'd be cool. It does sound. Yeah, great. I'm all for that. Fair enough. Right, uh, hit that trailer bone. Bang. Well. Segway, Michael B. Jordan makes too much sense to me. John Wick 4, no, I'm joking. Uh, Creed, Creed 3, uh, final trailer. Yeah. Uh, this gets better every time I watch it. This was the best trailer so far. Oh, you, oh really? Fair yeah. enough. I okay. thought this, was, this looks so cool. And I think this is, it's built, the trailer is built like the fight of the century. And I get that feeling this is going to be the biggest fight that we've seen in this agreed. whole franchise. Craig. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, both the Creed films are great. This one looks just as good, if not better. But it is a case of he's just going to win at the end again. <laughs> Do you know, I know. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course he is. The first one, obviously, he lost. That was a bit of a shock, wasn't it? Everyone, mm. everyone was like, wow, okay, this film didn't have the ending you thought. Second one, emotional, one, well done. This one, brother versus brother, basically. <laughs> it, it was, it was, yeah. So he won in the first, he lost in the second, and come back at the end to fight him again and wins. The I thought the end of the first one, he loses to no, Tony Bellew, he, didn't he? He beats Tony Bellew. Oh, in, okay. in the second one, remember. he gets clarty. Basically, what they've done was, and they're doing it in this, the second movie with Ivan Drago, uh, I can't remember the big guy's name. He's in Borderlands, but he's, uh, I can't remember, Florence, oh, yeah. Floria or whatever. Mm. Huge guy. So they fight and he's all cocky in Creed 2. Mm. And 
basically it was Clubber Lang, eight Mr. Eight. So Rocky uh, Rocky loses to Clubber Lang. Do you remember in Rocky Three? Yep. Yeah. And yeah. then at the end he he gets Creed to train him. <laughs> he comes back, dances and beats uh, Mr. T. We'll call him Mr. T. Um, and that's basically Creed Two. Yeah. They're doing exactly the same thing here because I'm shocked he's retired. Yeah. yeah. Three, three years he said three, he's that's out, it. hasn't he? Three years. So he's been out of the game for three years, just like Rocky Four. Mm. Yeah. And they even do the shot, the bit in the trailer. He's he's down with his suit on. And uh, I was going to say Ivan Drago, but it's the big fella, um, Jonathan Majors. He mm. knocks someone out quite bad. Looks like he almost kills him. Yeah. Looks like he almost kills him. And that's yeah. exactly what Ivan Drago does to Creed. And then Stallone, sneaking down, looks up at Drago. He's like, I've got to come and get you. <laughs> and they've done the exact same mm. shot. So they've basically done Creed 2 was yeah. Rocky 3. And now Creed 3 is Rocky 4. I even thought the yeah. bit in this one where he's uh, punching the tree is like a Rocky's punching the meat. Yeah. But he's tra- training up again. If, if it works. Not, yeah, if yeah. it's not broken, yeah. it works. Uh, it did break. There was five of them. And everyone was stuck But yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a very successful yeah. franchise. Like Craig said, it does feel like one was great. Well, one was good. Two was great. This looks like it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it could be a very good trilogy. But you can tell we're hyped. We are. Yeah, hyped. Oh, yeah. And I'm putting you on the spot. Who sings in the trailer? Meek oh, Mill. It's Meek Mill. All right. We'll, we'll yeah. confirm it after. <laughs> uh, right. Now, on to a more serious tone. Uh, one for the Oscars. Uh, best picture <laughs> is John Wick 4. Yeah. Uh, someone's going to come at me with a runtime in a minute because that was confirmed in the week and we'll talk about it. But for now, what do we think of it? It looks good. <laughs> Gunfight, sword, smash, <laughs> explosion, dog. I mean, minimal dialogue. Yeah. Perfect. He struggles to speak in this. It's very robust. Like, it's like he's, he's yeah, a bang in the head or something. It's just very slow I, and very... Don't you think he's... I don't think that's much different to any other. No, no, I, I, he's always yeah. been Mr. Robot. I get, I know what you're saying, but in the John Wick ones, he's definitely got worse. Like in Street, I'll just rewatch Street Kings, fantastic mm. movie, and he can speak normally in that. Yeah, and in, in, I mean, in Neo, when he's in in Matrix, sorry, he he still had, does dialogue, but in yeah. this, he does. He's like, Amen. Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. And I don't understand. I, I don't get it. Yeah, the action speak for himself. I think it's that. Yeah, but are we fans of John Wick? I have somewhat a shocking revelation. You don't like John Wick? No, I love it. Oh, right. But you know what? I've never seen the third one. Oh, we don't have <laughs> watched no, the third one. No, but I've realised I have because it's the mirror one, isn't it? Yes, and you yeah, have. So yeah. I have seen it, yeah. <laughs> I just remember the horseback one from the trailers, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't watched it. But I do, the first, second one were brilliant. I really enjoyed them. It's, it's one of those ones where if someone comes out and goes, oh, God, the this, this story, it's like, yeah. why so what are you going for? for John Wick for then? Like, <laughs> yeah. You go there for action and, and that's yeah. going to deliver. It always does. Um, not sure about the, the world they're building. We'll see because we've got uh, Anna de Armas ballerina pit spin-off movie. Yeah, we've got the Continental series coming. Oh yeah, uh, which he's gonna um, and obviously he's a confirmed to appear in ballerina as well. Keanu Reeves. So they're trying to build something here. I'm not sure it's got longevity in it. Yeah, I think it needs a world building around it. It's a simple action I film. I completely agree. It's a bit like Die Hard. You don't, don't didn't need to build a universe. I know it went the time to do it, but. Be a bit weird if you did that. Agreed. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing more to say. We, it sounds like we all love it here, yeah. but maybe we'll see how this goes <laughs> in terms of John Wick 4 and future. But we're always going to come around and watch. Yep. Just keep killing people. Uh, right, that's it. And we've done good time there because we are going to be jumping into Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania now. Craig's just <laughs> sat forward <laughs> and crossed his arms. I suggest everyone gets a little bit comfy. Right, uh, some things up top first. Do we still have the spoiler thing, by the way? Because I'm not doing no spoilers. Thank I you. do. Nice. Right now, right now. Yeah, now. Do oh, it, cool. do it. There we go, spoilers yeah. now, so time codes and whatnot. I was thinking, look, we can do a, a non-spoiler thing, but 
I mean, you've had a few days to watch it. We advise you do go and watch it regardless of reviews. Um, and if you don't, just listen to our new segment and then you leave this until you've seen it. Uh, we're yeah. going to jump straight in, if that's okay, with the room. Perfect. And Lucy the dog. She's fine, licking the balls. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, right. Some things up top of note first. Uh, the movie had a budget of 150 to 200 billion, so quite a bit more than the other two Ant-Man movies. The Rotten Tomato critic score is, I don't know if it's changed as of now, but it did tie with Eternals 47% earlier today. Ooh. I don't think it's changed, but that's what it was. Now the sec- joint worst sorry, rated MCU movie. The audience score, however, a bit like Black Adam, is very high, 84%. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. So it seems fans are enjoying it. Um, the film made $225 million in the film's opening weekend worldwide. So quite a bit behind Wakanda Forever. Uh, but well ahead of Ant-Man previous movies. Uh, now, something here I will end on before we get into it. A reminder for the guys in the room mm. and everyone at home, or wherever you are, <laughs> the writer on this movie, Jeff Loveness, is doing Kang Dynasty. Yeah, Just bear that in mind as we move forward. Right, we're going to into it now. So we're going to run through plot points, some moments we liked, some moments we didn't like. We're talking MODOK, we're talking Kang, we're talking scores and reviews, etc., and Craig will be going for the end credit scenes because there's two of them yeah. and they're important. Right. During her days trapped in the quantum realm, Janet Van Dyne, we'll call her Janet from here on out. Yeah. The very luxurious and gorgeous <laughs> Michelle Fiverr. Looking good. Uh, anyway, she encounters Kang in the, in the quantum realm, an exiled traveler who claims that they can both escape the realm if she helps him rebuild his multiversal power core, of course. Uh, When they manage to repair it, Janet sees a vision of him destroying and conquering worlds in which she turns on him. Outmatched, Janet uses her pin particles to enlarge the power core beyond use, stranding them further and deeper in the realm. Mm. I thought it was a pretty solid opening. Yeah, I thought it. I I I no problems with that at all. I thought it was very good. I was was interested in that. Yeah, okay. Uh, I thought Janet's performance in that, she shit herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think she's pretty good throughout this whole movie. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're all on board at the minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all, we're all yeah. thumbs up for yeah, us here yeah. at the Weekly Cup. Right. Um, so we're moving on. We then arrive in present day after the Battle of Earth. Scott Lang has become a successful writer and has been living happily with his girlfriend, Hope Van Dyne, from now on Hope. Uh, and her daughter, Cassie, her daughter, his daughter, Cassie, has become an activist, just like her old man. Uh, and Lang has to bail her out of jail. Cassie reveals that she has been working on a device that can make contact with the quantum realm. Upon learning this, Janet panics and tries to shut off the device. Question for the room straight away. Go. I will I will get through it a bit quicker, but I've got some questions for you right now. Mm. That's a massive plot point. It's convenient, is what it is. It's very <laughs> Oh, it's very convenient. Yeah. But I'm gonna remind you two of something because I don't think you realise it because I really you'd have said by now. Go on. What happens at the end of Ant Man and Wasp? Oh, I can't remember. What's the post-credit scene? They get dusted, didn't they? Yeah. Who's working on the quantum realm? That's what she said she was, wouldn't she? Yeah. yeah. Why is she? Why was she all right with it then? She was aware of Kang at that point. Why is she sending Scott in the quantum realm, all happy with Willie? Yeah. Go on, get in the quantum realm is fine. But here it's like you're sending signals down the quantum realm. Oh yeah. That's a huge plot point. Yeah, I think. Well, just one thing because they do sort of. I think they try to explain whether it works or not because they said they're sending signals down and bouncing signals back so they can map it and get a map. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's what they was doing. He just went in, grabbed some energy and but come sure, out. But surely if you're this Kang, the, she's aware of Kang the Conqueror, I don't speak about it, Quantum Realm, don't go anywhere near it. Why would you send someone in there? Yeah, you stick. Do you get what I mean? I, I yeah, feel like she seemed yeah. very... Uh, it, 
it doesn't matter, but I just felt like that that's a seems like a big plot. In this point. one as well, didn't they say though that they they go even further and smaller into the quantum realm than they did before? I think it's just changed because of Kang. I don't think they oh, go okay. the only time they go deeper and will get onto the big scene yeah. is when he has yeah, to go yeah, and yeah, get yeah. the core and he has to miniaturize mm. himself in the realm. But yeah, just something for people to ponder on. Is that a plot point? Or, oh, am, yeah, I, or am I being harsh? Yeah, so I'm saying don't go in the cupboard, but then go in the cupboard. <laughs> that makes sense. Getting caught, Janet, getting a biscuit. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, right. The message is received, of course, uh, including in the portal, and that opens up and pulls the five of them into the quantum realm. Lang and Cassie are found by a rebellion group against Kang, while Hope, Janet, and Hank explore a spoiling city to get answers. Now, at this point, my question to use, how are you feeling in this? Because I was enjoying it. I'm out. You're out already. I'm out already. At, oh, this, wow. at this point, I'm out. So when, when they get to the rebel gang, the, 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 the settlers, yeah. I'm out completely. What, the, build, the buildings are alive? The buildings are alive. The, the, the jelly. weird creatures, I'm completely out. Wow. This is not what I signed up for. Oh, no, not for me. Okay. I, I, loved, I loved that world building. I thought that was brilliant. And it was, well, I mean, we've seen it everywhere in the reviews. It was very Star Wars-y, like another world, which obviously is a world beneath worlds, a universe beneath. I, I loved all that world building thing. It could be as weird and, and wonderful as it liked. Yeah. Didn't matter that it was buildings were moving about or that weird little pink thing with obsessive hole, holes. <laughs> Bit weird, comic relief, get that. But it didn't matter to me. That didn't, I didn't care about that at all. I thought it was brilliant. Well, I loved uh, all of that. The voice of that weird thing was David Dashmalshian. I yeah, can't get his name right. Who was in Baba Yaga one in, in the Yantman one. Just uh, a, okay. a little fun fact. Uh, but what, did yeah, you, what did you think? I was, I'm with Craig here. I was really enjoying this. Uh, and we get to a, we'll talk about the Star Wars comparison because there was a, a scene that was basically the cantina scene from yep. Star Wars. Oh, well, he said that to me. Oh, it's already Jade as well. Really <laughs> odd. But anyway, we'll get to that. But yeah, I, I was really enjoying it. I feel like the jokes were landing at yeah. this point. I didn't feel there was any comment relief. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah so we're, we're splitting the room already here. Um, now, I just want to touch on Wasp before we move on. Uh, what was the point of her in this movie? She just comes in and saves the day a few times. She has no story, no arc, yet she's named in the title. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. It uh, should have just been called Avengers, um, uh, Avengers, Ant-Man versus Kang. It might as well it have been. been. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're right. Um, I can't think of a... I was trying to... I was drawing up notes today and I thought, right, and we'll get to the point where she does come in and save the day, but... Other than that, there's just nothing to her. She's on her phone most of it, and yeah. with her new bloody annoying haircut. And you might as well call it Ant Man and Cassie. <laughs> yeah, Quantum Mania. That the haircut again. That's very comic wasp. You should have. Oh, okay, hair. fair enough. But yeah, I just I just don't see the point of her in this movie at no, all. I, I do agree with that. Yeah. She looked like she couldn't be asked as well. Of Angelina yeah. Lily. But yeah. anyway, we don't know the ins and outs. Um, right. Also, uh, yeah, as, as I think you did, you just touch on that. They they made a mistake again, just like Iron Man's done many times. They build a device and it threatens the world and they fuck up. Yep. <laughs> Just stop what you're doing. <laughs> but anyway, it's fine. We move on. So Hope, Janet and Pim. I'm going to Hope, Janet and Hank Pim meet with Lord Kryler. We'll get to you. <laughs> um, played by Bill Murray, a former ally of Janet's who reveals that things have changed since she left and that he's now working for Kang, who is the realm's ruler. Uh, this is the cantina scene. I absolutely loved it. I did as well. Good. Yeah, I thought it was clever that they drink the the Very gunk clever. and you can hear. That was a good way to yes. make them so you didn't yeah. sound alien and stuff. Because you were going to get a fan come out and go, "How do they know English?" Yeah, <laughs> so I, did, I didn't. I didn't mind this scene, but maybe because I don't mind Star Wars. So okay. Fair enough, but as a big Star Wars fan, did it, it remind you it of was, that? It was very reminiscent of it. All different, like, speed. I know it's like all weird species, yeah. broccoli people in here or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but um, 
But uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it was brilliant. They're all having a little drink, having a laugh, just socialising as if it's like cause everyone there knows no different. When they say like we're from a world above, they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. There's no world above. Just a planet to them. Yeah. They, don't, they do not know. And, I, and you're going to talk about it, but Bill Murray, good in this scene. Talk about him now. Talk about him now. Yeah. I'll, I'll say mine. I know you're a massive Bill Murray fan, but I'll just say Bill Murray, excellent in that scene. I really liked him. I liked his coaching. Basically, revealing that him and Janet were shagging about for 30 years and <laughs> yeah. right in front of her husband's face. Um, but wasted because that's it. And yeah. a big man like that coming in, he was even had his own poster and stuff like that. It was a bit bit odd, but I liked, I very much enjoyed the scene. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He looked cool, didn't yeah. he? Lord, what was his name? Lord Cryler. Lord Cryler. And I, I did like that. I liked him in it, but I, I would have liked him more in it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a bit of death as well. Yeah. Because he just gets eaten by the little jelly squid thing. The hanging larges, yeah. But I've got to put my hands up now. Yeah. Because everyone knows in this podcast, my love for Harrison Ford is very low. But I think Harrison Ford and Bill Murray are basically the same person. <laughs> so if I like Bill Murray, I can't not like Harrison Ford. Yeah. So I think I, I've got to like them both. Fair enough. I did quite like um, Michael Douglas and Bill Murray in this. I mean, yeah. whether they shot on the same day, probably not. <laughs> yeah. But I did like the fact that they did interact in the movie. It's just quite cool seeing them too. Uh, but this for me is where it all goes downhill. One line ends it all for me. And then the movie just seems to, to steamroll. Uh, they do have a brief chat, as Craig just said on the ship, about sex for some reason. Yeah. Um, Hank then turns and says, she wasn't you, baby, to Janet about a woman he just banged. Uh, that's <laughs> that's where it just... I don't, not just like from there on out, I'm done. It just seemed... My defence went up, like, what was that? Yeah. That, what When was... he said baby, that really made me cringe. I felt the whole... Yeah. My cinema cringed out. Yeah, it was yeah. really... I looked at Bill and went... And I, and I sort of went... Shrug it off, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Shrug it off. He didn't mean that. That, that was that was. Own, but where what are we the, now? About forty minutes in, maybe by this point. Oh, uh, not even that. I wouldn't have half thought. hour. Yeah, yeah. I, at that point, I was like, I understand why people are annoyed about this film. I quite like it. <laughs> I was exactly the same, and I saw a lot of reviewers saying that as well. Sort of the beginning, of the first act, 20, 30 minutes in. I'm having an okay time here, yeah. mm. and I said to you, I was ready to come out swinging at the haters. <laughs> this is a fun movie. I was wrong. Uh, anyway. <laughs> On the other side of the realm, the Langs are told by the Rebels leader, Gentora, that Janet's involvement with Kang is indirectly responsible for his uprising. They soon come under attack by Kang's forces, consisting of robotic subordinates led by Modok, who is revealed to be Darren Cross, having survived his apparent death at Lang's hands. It's time. It's time. Yep. It's Modok time. And I'm just (laughs) trying to think who to come for first. I think I'm going to come for you, Connor, and okay. then Craig can maybe mount somewhat of a defence. Well, at this point was the point I was ready to stand up, grab my coat, and leave the cinema. In Bill Murray style. This, it, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. I know it's hard to do, Modoc, blah, blah, blah. If it's hard to do him, don't do him. End of discussion for me. Or keep his, his mask on, because that looked brilliant, and I'll take that. I didn't have a problem with him as, the, as robotic. Yeah, yeah, but the big head, the CGI was shit. <laughs> it was it fucking was, awful, oh, it was mate. Poor. It was just a joke. And I thought, for Phase 5 kickoff, right, we want to be taken seriously now because this is pushing the whole thing on and you give me that, you're not filling me with confidence here. Craig, well, what was your thoughts first of all and then maybe try and maybe play devil's advocate and see if you can mount a defence. You don't have to. No, I don't. There's not much of a defence for it. However, going into it, you knew Modoc was in it. You didn't see him with his big big fat head out. You didn't see that, which is is fine. Um, But you can't, I mean, how on earth do you do, I know you've said it already, if you can't do it right or make it look good, just don't do it. And I get that. But we knew this was there. We didn't know you were going to see his big fat face. Yeah. Which had awful CGI. I get that. 
I didn't mind him zipping about when he was flying about <clears throat> and with his uh, gold mask on or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. But I I sort of got over the fact this is what I'm watching pretty quick. So when I saw it again, I was like, oh, well, it's quite funny. You see little funny naked version at one point. but um, You see his little naked bottom. Yeah, you do see <laughs> yeah. his little naked bottom. But I quite, I didn't like, I didn't like it massively, but I quite liked when you saw the recap and when he went to the quantum realm and he was just a big head of a little tiny body because mm-hmm. Ant-Man had screwed him up. Yeah. But do you know what? After, like I said, after about five minutes of it, I was just like, yeah, okay, let's carry on now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what else are you meant to do with I it? I think I was, I'm, I'm a bit on both. Um, it is hard. I mean, I wasn't a fan of the game at all, but the way they handled MODOK in the Avengers game was bloody brilliant, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. I thought the story and everything, it wasn't Darren Cross in that. Mm-hmm. But it, it just, it looked good as well. The pro- progression of his fat head. Yeah. Um, but, and I just felt, if you're going to do MODOK, fair enough, you, you're brave and you're bold. But I, it just felt like a, I'm trying to think of something in, a bit like Gore. It was a completely and utterly wasted villain, purely yeah. for some other reason they had. This this one was a bit more obvious. It was for comic effect, like with the whole dick thing later. Yeah. So they done him. Fair enough, they shouldn't have because it's a character you maybe shouldn't do. But they done him, and I don't know. He just felt wasted to me. Yeah, I think my problem yeah. is. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Agree. My problem is at this point in Marvel Phase Five now, like <laughs> many many films, we shouldn't be sitting in the cinema thinking, okay, just take it for what it is. Let's just get over it. Okay, we'll we'll get used to it. I think we should be. No, that's not good enough. This is poor you felt you failed on this yeah that's I, my opinion I, I, I see what craig's saying i do i agree with that as well one thing i'd say about it compared to any if you look at the other was it 30 films now i think it's 31 or something like that um if you was going to put that character in this film in, in a film it's this one you had people walking out with broccoli heads <laughs> six yeah. big, like, a big blobby thing that wanted holes and drinking yeah. juice if you're going to put something weird this fit if he would have popped up in New York against agree. the event, you'd have been like, what? Yeah. What's, what's happening here? So we'll explain. Let's end it on uh, uh, one one word answer. Still yes or no. it, by yeah, way. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. One word answer, yes or no, for you to end this segment. Um, do you want to see Modoc again? We know he probably dies, but nothing's ever certain in, in MCU. Do you, Would you want to see him again? Yes or no? No. No, one and done. That's fine. Fair enough. Leave, leave him in the crazy world. That's, that's, that's it. That's three no's, as Simon Cowell would say. Uh, right. <laughs> the Langs are taken to Kang, who demands that Scott help his help him get his power core back, or else he will kill Cassie. So just quickly on this scene, um, this is why I am completely and utterly hyped for John Majors, yeah. because this was bloody evil. Yeah, it was. Uh, using his telekinesis power uh, to hold up Cassie and crush her in the suit almost. Mm. Um, a power that he didn't use again in the movie for some reason. Um, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get round to that later on. Uh, but yeah, what did you think of this scene? Yeah, really good. It's like you, you watch the scene, you think, okay, we've got no hope against Kang. There's no hope. He's just too powerful. And I think it sets up Kang as a as a character for what he is. If you don't know who he is, perfect. Craig, here's scene. a little argument, and you can argue against me now. Ooh. Uh, if Modoc wasn't in that scene, it wouldn't have been as good. Because he... Uh, asserts authority pretty quick when he walks in there. Yeah, when fair. he starts trying to speak, he says something like, don't you speak when I'm You only room. speak when yeah. spoken yeah. to. Yeah, and that and it shuts him right now. It's like, you know, you know from that, where a typical henchman tries it, you know this is this is the big boy. I liked yeah. that a lot. I, I like liked that. that. So, Modoc in. But yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. Again, we're all on board. Jonathan Major's just proving his acting chops. So, so good. Um, and, and man getting in his face on that bit when he goes uh, you touch her again like, get out my face no well to be fair he adds himself quite well later on uh, anyway 
So, and I did have that, yeah, MODOK gets launches across the room, great authority. <laughs> uh, right, Lang is taken to the core's location and shrinks down. He is nearly drowned in a sea of variants of himself, but Hope arrives <laughs> and helps him acquire the power core. However, Kang goes back on his word, capturing Janet, destroying the ship, and Hank on it. Uh, on that scene, what do we think of the quantum realm mind fuckery? I thought it was really good. Many variants. Jack, not, the, not, not Basket Robbins. I was going to say Jack from Basket yeah. Robbins. <laughs> <sighs> that was that was unnecessary. Him being it, but I because when the trailer came out and you saw the big giant man being ripped apart, I, like, I, I generally thought, what what is going on here? I don't know yeah. what's going. On. I really like that. It was every eventuality of what could happen in that Brilliant. scene. I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I like this scene as well. I, yeah. must, I must admit, I watched it and thought it's probably one of the best parts of the film so far. Yeah. For me, I really did enjoy it. And it was a bit cheesy, but I, I, I thought it was good cheese. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they all went on the same wavelength like ants because they all love Cassie. And then they done the little anthill thing. I thought it was a very, very cool touch. Mm. Um, anyway, Hope, Hope comes in and saves the day there. Uh, after being rescued by his now... I've got to read this fucking sentence out. Uh, after being rescued by his now hyper-intelligent ants, Pim helps Lang and Hope as they make their way to Kang. Still imprisoned, Cassie rescues Gentora and they commence an uprising against Kang and his army. During the fight, Cassie appeals to Cross uh, and uh, Modok, which convinces him to turn sides and fight against Kang uh, through at the cost of his life. Uh, before I come to use, I thought this was one of the worst things I've seen in Marvel recently. Uh, Cassie, for 30 minutes ago, couldn't jump and punch. Yeah. And now she's going against Kang the Conqueror's mechanically organism weaponized, designed only for killing henchmen, and is fine. Yeah, I, I didn't like this at all. And she says Michelle Rodriguez's character, and uh, it's, basically, it's basically Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And she saves her, and she's. It's just like, where's this hero come from? Because you're, you're getting banged up earlier, you just couldn't use the suit properly. Uh, and now you're... And that Bogot basically... can't get anywhere near her. He's yeah. trying to catch you. I just... It's a very I... quick arc. It's very, very quick. Very quick. <laughs> That's yeah. the best way I've summed it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, any, anything else to say? Any good parts of that? Or am I being harsh? I don't, I don't think there was. Any, anything? Nah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That was perfect. <laughs> We're trying to defend it here. But anyway. So, we move on. Okay, so now we'll talk about the sort of what's happening parallel. Big giant man is storming the city-type fortress and going for the tower where Kang is. Uh, what do we think about that moment? I thought he looked brilliant. Did look good. I genuinely thought it giant, was really, giant, really yeah, good. Did look good? Yeah. It was like Godzilla. <laughs> it was literally Godzilla coming through, smashing up this city, basically. I, I completely agree. The only thing I hated, and again, I, that, I think my whole audience had the cringe moment when he was going, well, word is our bomb. Yeah. yeah. You don't lie. It's like, what is it? I don't understand why, why they've done it in many films. When someone's giant, why do they start speaking in slow-mo? I, I don't, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit like, um, you honey, can... I blew up the baby. Yeah. It's, it's like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's like any that. of them. It's yeah. any of them sort of things. I don't get it. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if there's some scientific answer, but in the, in the, what Craig's saying, the worst one, and it's a fantastic movie in civil war, Oh my god, he is so slow. Oh. When he's when Spiderman's going across the plane, you go, he goes to scrape pace. Like, unbelievably <laughs> slow. Because really, yeah. I'd go plane. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. I know I've, I've watched something before because on YouTube there's a. Uh, I think I've talked about it ages ago now, but uh, a channel called Corridor Digital, Digital, who does all about CGI and film stuff, and there is some thing that apparently to make it more believable that they're big, you do have to slow them down. Right. Because if they're moving at a normal speed, apparently it just doesn't look right. So that's why you see it quite a lot. But I still think it's a bit weird. I, I, I think, think it every time. I do think it There's every no time. There's no reason 
I get okay, movement, fair, yeah. fine. But why uh, speaking doesn't need to be slow mo? No. I don't understand that. Yeah, it really doesn't. Uh, but yeah, that's sad, cringy. But now, so he gets there. Um, I, again, we'll talk about it maybe a little bit more when we get onto Kang. I didn't like the fact that this was Kang the Conqueror's thirty-year planned fortress, and he just goes one button. I'm giant man now. So I saw all over Twitter again. Who would have thought Kang the Conqueror's biggest weakness is a big fella? Yeah, um, it yeah. is a bit it is a bit weird that he just goes through it with ease but it's this the movie we'll get on to Kang a little bit later um, but Kang does come down and think right I've got to get out now I've got to get down there I've got to start zapping some people yeah. uh, what do you think about his introduction into the rebellion fight ruthless Very good. He, he just wants to kill he just wants to, and you see like he doesn't shy away you just see people getting vaporised mm. and you think alright he means business yeah. here yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah very good and let's add one more thing do it you know, the bit before it gets interrupted, his uh, hologram. Yeah. That is a massive callback to the comics. He does that in front oh, of the it? whole world. Right. The world can see what his plan is. It was re- I was really pleased with that. Does bit. it get interrupted mm-hmm. by Cassie in the comics? Does not. <laughs> However, <laughs> it does right. get interrupted by the Wasp. Okay, fair enough. Uh, right. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, no, brilliant. When good. he comes down, you know, throwing his weight about, um, showing what his tech can do and stuff like that. Uh, impressive. Very impressive. Very. Right. Again, I'm being a bit of a, uh, what's the word? A dick. I'm being Modoc here. Okay. Um, are the Ant-Man suits indestructible? My question is, mm. all the Rebellion people are getting vaporised. Yeah. Cassie, the Wasp, and Scott are getting multiple shots from Kang and are fine. Has he changed his power? I, yeah, I don't I get it. Saying, yeah. I don't get it. I just think they've... I do think they've fumbled this. There's even a bit where he goes giant and punches Kang into the wall... And then Kang blasts him in the face, and I thought, oh, is his mask fucked? And he goes, nope, up he gets. Yeah. I'm like, that, that's another common trait with someone going big, or is, like a Godzilla, or whatever. Is that bullet missiles? Yeah. Are they just like someone flicking you? Yeah. Like, you know, do you know what I mean? But even when they're not, when even when yeah, he's yeah. not big, he's getting, I don't know, what are they, plasma blasts? Yeah, it must be, yeah. I don't know. It must be called something. It's year 3000 yeah. technology, whatever it is. So he's, he's doing the plasma blast, and like you say, people are vaporising, looks so good. And then I just, it just, I don't know, the tone just didn't work for me in this in this bit, although it did look good. It did look very it good. It did look very then, good. Then, you know, anything can be explained away. Have they now got vibranium in them? <laughs> But do, you, but do you know, is it though, because they did, come out yeah. of each other now, yeah. like all these modern day suits, not just with Marvel, uh, you know, yeah. the suits just appear now. Yeah. Nowadays. It's not a physical suit anymore. No, no tech now. Yeah, so yeah. is it something to do with that? I mean, from the comics, he can't break through Cap Shield with some vibranium, yeah. so uh, Let's whatever. just say they are. Yeah. 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 vibranium, we've confirmed it yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Um, just one thing to touch on. Uh, we don't have to go too much into it. I suppose it wouldn't be an Ant-Man movie if it didn't happen, but what do you think about the Ant's army coming and... Well, yeah, like I say, Ant-Man, that's what Ant-Man is, is Ants, but I just thought it was shit. I, I don't... I, I want to see the the heroes save the day, not a bunch of fucking Ants. <laughs> a million Ants. No, they're very intelligent, Con. Yeah, but a million Ants, of course they're going to win. There's about <laughs> a billion of them, and they're just all climbing over them, and I think, fair enough. They've got armour. Yeah. I, I think they tried to do a, 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 a mini Endgame scene. I, I said it in Rise of Skywalker, they yeah. all come yeah, in. It was yeah. a lot of it was that. Um they'll come. If people will fight, they will come. <laughs> yeah. and they all come out of nowhere. Yeah. It was oh, it was yeah. very much that, which I think I can't remember I was saying this to the other day, but you don't need that in every film at all. Just you know, like, oh my god, the hero what the hero's gonna do. Oh, don't worry, there's an army yeah. turn up. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to do that. Um But yeah, no, um ultimately shit moment. But um, <laughs> but I <sighs> It's hard. To, I know. You, I know what we're going to talk about probably, and what you're alluding to now. 
Kang's this all powerful being and then gets overrun by you know, a billion ants or whatever. Um, stupid. You know, that is silly. But for the end bit, which we're going to talk about in a minute, the end bit, he needed not to have his tech. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah. Good, good segue there. So at this point then, Janet fixes the power core uh, and Pim, Hope and Cassie jump through the portal home. But Kang attacks Lang. Uh, coming up, sort of back from the ant attack, and he's lost his sort of gauntlets, etc. His mask, so he's not got his tech at the minute, and nearly beats uh, Scott Lang into submission. Uh, I thought this scene was fantastic, brutal. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? I thought he was going to die. Yeah, I thought, I I did. thought he was actually dead. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed this. This was his hero moment. Yeah, and this was really, really, really good scene. Until someone comes and saves the day. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So back to the scene. Kang again showing his acting chops. Looks fantastic, brutal. Um, I, I like the fact, I think they covered him up a little bit on purpose because I assume he was probably big because of he's been big for a few years now because yeah. of uh, the health magazine as well as Creed. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to see like Kang looking like he does in Creed because I wanted his top off. <laughs> <laughs> around his way. But yeah, because you look at that thinking, Jesus Christ, he is huge. But anyway, yeah. Really, really brutal. And it sounds like we all agree that was fantastic. Yeah, I like that uh, the only sort of miniature gripe is bit similar to the Reed Richards thing in, in Multiverse of Madness. Kang's supposed to be very smart. Related, obviously. Mm. Um, but why the hell would he push Scott Lang onto the power core? Giving oh, him a yeah. chance to get close to it. and like, You've got all the room to work with. Just, Take him somewhere else. I, I just think that's lazy writing. Yeah, It's just lazy yeah, writing. Yeah, it could have been something else that maybe Scott maybe bought himself enough time to get to the... Not just Kang beating him up and goes, I've got, you on the, got your head down in there. And he goes, we both have to lose. <laughs> A good moment. That was a, that was a very summer blockbuster moment. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. But yeah, just a bit like most of this movie. Sorry, Jeff Loveness. I felt it was lazy writing that part. Uh, but anyway, we come to it's basically the end of the movie now. Hope returns once again to save the day as she and Scott destroy the power core and knock Kang into it, causing him to be sucked into oblivion. Cassie reopens the portal on her end for Lang and Hope to return home. Uh, as Lang happily resumes her life, uh, sorry, his life, he begins to rethink what he was told by Kang and his death and being the start of something terrible happening, but brushes it aside and carries on. I thought that was quite a bit of a good moment, actually. I like that. When he's walking yeah. down the street and it's sort of the happy music goes and it goes all serious, I thought, is something going to happen here? If the, it was quite, I did think something was going to pop did, up. Yeah. Or the world was going to be different or the future would change or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be of hologram again or something yeah, i really that could I, have been quite yeah cool. I, I don't know i just really thought it was going to be something like that but yeah it was a good however very moment. ant-man very paul rudd when it just cuts back to oh well happy 100 <laughs> percent. uh right can that, i ask you a question yeah, yeah, before go, you move go. on from what we've just said i well, i know you're going to say it now but i think your especially your rating really harsh from that conversation we've just had oh well but anyway no come, come on well, sorry carry on we'll move on i think you're going to be surprised by my change <laughs> anyway <laughs> right so let's finally address the Kang in the room. We're going to be doing scores after this out of 10. Um, so he's the next big bad of the MCU across phase five and six. What did you think of him? So I want a little dialogue between yourself now, because I, I think we might be on different side of the fence. So Connor first, mm. what did you think of Kang? I liked him. I think this is the next big bad and you feel like it's the next big bad. It's not like a one and done. Right. Okay. And I, I think it's going to, you can tell, I can tell already mm. that he's going to be bigger and better than Thanos. Oof. and just harder to beat. I don't know how you got that from this movie, but fair enough. <laughs> Craig, go. Um, yeah, I, I'm really happy that he's going to be the next big bad, and not this version of him, but as we'll get to, uh, Kang as a character and the 
multitude of versions he has, it's going to be outstanding. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll get onto it now when maybe some uh, some arguments will ensue, but I was absolutely fuming. Oh, wow. Absolutely fuming. I'd, I'd sort of take it in two parts. Jonathan Majors, I'm so happy he's Kang. I think he's brilliant. Um, but as I, I think they fumbled the ball hard, I don't know if that's an American phrase. Yeah. They fumbled the ball hard in introducing Kang the Conqueror, the next big bad in this movie, an, an Ant-Man movie. Um, I was supposed to, when I think back of Infinity War and the six minutes that Thanos had in that, spanking the Hulk, doing what he'd done to Thor, um, it just, I felt instantly that's an Avenger level threat. People were going away from this movie thinking he was done. Kang the Conqueror, a version of Kang the Conqueror, someone so bad in the Council of Kangs that they exiled him because he's so ruthless and bad. He was beaten by the Ant-Man gang. And we're walk- I'm walking away from that now as a massive fan of Kang the Conqueror, growing up with a really ruthless interpretation of him and thinking he's going to be as big and trillions times worse than Thanos on a multitude level. And I walked away fuming. That's, that's just that's how I walked away. Fair enough. See, I, I think we've... Obviously, you've seen Kang in you know, the animated shows mm. and that. But I, think I spoke to you a while ago. I've read Kang Dynasty. I'd never read it before. The actual... It's a massive, thick graphic novel um and this all makes much a lot of sense to me what's happening because this isn't the end of Kane the conqueror yeah no of course yeah yeah and from what i get from this because all this whole quantum realm and stuff that this is not in the comics it doesn't exist mm. but the version you see in the comics we'll talk about it more in a bit mm. the version you see in the comics at the start gets beat by multiple avengers because he hasn't done them yet so he goes back and learns from each one and comes back as a more powerful being who could, who's got everything to take on, you know, Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, stuff like that, whatever, do you know what I mean? So this, I think this is just the starting version. It's not though. Think of the movie. He's done, no, no, he's he's done for. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying... Do you get what I mean, Con? Yeah. He's actually bored of beating Thor. He yeah, said, no. oh, he's blurred. So this isn't a, the, I can't remember the wording you just used. The, no, not, not a, the original version. But you just said this was a, I can't remember, you just basically said this wasn't a Kang the Conqueror that we're going to get yet. But he is Kang the no, Conqueror I, yeah, no, what, in what, multiple timelines yeah, yeah. that's defeated all of the Avengers and he's mm. bored of it. Yeah. No, I get that. What I'm saying is I get the impression from this he's never come up against Ant-Man before. I know he's not a great threat. I'm not saying that. But now what he's lost from, you know, him being a big man, loads of amps and stuff, I think the next version you'll see will have something to combat that, which is what happens in the comics. Every time he goes up against an Avenger, he has something to repel them the next time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which is, it's a loose, it's a loose yeah, explanation. I would, I would, I would in assume, my head, that's what I'm sort of thinking. Happened. I would assume he's, I mean, he was, he's done this probably thousands of, I don't know, hundreds of thousands, hundreds of times at least. I would assume he's come up against Ant-Man. That's what I would have thought so. Yeah. The way he says, are you the one with the hammer? And he's bored. Like, it, I yeah. just feel like, I don't know how this man has conquered so many times, uh, timelines and doing, doing a God of four. Mm-hmm. I just can't, I don't know. I just, I know what you're saying and, and the, the end credit scene, we're going to break that down later on and there'll be something. But even that, I'm just thinking, well, just get a... How many Kangs there are? Just get the other variants of Ant-Man and go up one-on-one. <laughs> on one. I just think you can be balanced out. Look, I'm fully aware they're going to have a plan and I, I do love Kang the Conqueror. I made a joke and, and put in... I recommend going to watch Earth's Myers Heroes. What a fantastic animation show. Yeah, it is. But favorite. it's just... I mean, even that's, that's what Kang should be, the little snippet yeah. I, we've all seen. Yeah. But if I he agree. was like that now... What do you have to look forward to? Agreed. In the next Agreed. One? What I'm saying is they've fumbled 
this movie yeah, with having him, him in it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they should have done so. Maybe why did they give him? This is what I thought earlier. Why did they give him his full power at the start? He couldn't. Tr- his, his time chair wouldn't work, and they called it a ship. We we'll call it the time chair. Mm. We know the time chair wasn't working. Why did they give him his full power, telekinesis, and pa- they should have maybe give him that at the end or yeah. something? And that goes all oh, right. He's now. Ca- they basically said you're Kang, but you can't travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's like. I don't know. I just feel like it would. A lot of people are saying this. Uh, again, heavy spoilers. Brilliant breakdown. I recommend him on YouTube. And you just walk away not feeling as menacing you everyone expected to be. Yeah. And I just that's my snippet. But I, we're going to get onto. That's probably a good time to move along to the um, end credit scenes now, so Craig can explain it a little bit more. But yeah, we, it seems we seem in different stages there. I'm yeah. on one end. Connor's sort of flirting in the middle, and Craig's on the side. <laughs> With these comic knowledge, maybe he knows something. In, in, no, I'm, it, I, I'm not saying that's what happened. I just think from, I think that's what sort of makes sense yeah. to me from reading the thing. That isn't that isn't even what happens. In right. That. What I'm saying is, it's sort of my idea of what he is. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Right, before we get onto those end credit scenes to end the segment, uh, Connor, mm. we have got a couple of followers. We've picked out uh, sort of four or five reviews from fans, and we've got a lot of them in because it's such a divisive movie. So apologies if we've not used yours. Uh, there was a few we've had to not pick because of some language. <laughs> um, but we have picked uh, a few out, and then we're going to give our rankings out of 10 because I think Craig may attack Connor and me. Uh, Connor, yeah. go. Um, so this is from one of my followers, Carl Lanaway. I won't give his that away. Oh, he's a day one. Love yeah. you, Carl. Um, so he said, since Endgame finished, the story since then seems to have just gone wrong. How can all of the first original Marvel movies and series been so good and now all we get is a mixed reviews about everything Marvel related? Pretty spot on. Yeah. It is a, it's a bit of a disheartening time as a Marvel fan, an yeah. MCU fan. Fair enough. Um, it's from X Smithy X. Um, Solid name. Well, this is, this is, a, <laughs> this is a, um, a different view. I really enjoyed it. Can't get enough of Paul Rudd and uh, Majors was awesome. Didn't like Cassie's replacement. She came across annoying to me and faced like a chipmunk. <laughs> Smithy! <laughs> uh, more connection between Ant-Man and Cassie in five minutes of Endgame than this whole movie. There was a, we won't go into it. There was a lot of uproar about that change because she wasn't... I don't know what, why she What was, was it, Craig? She, wasn't she, didn't she find out on Investor's Day? Yeah, Emma Thurman when it. it was the original. Oh, I think that's terrible. That she found bad. out online. Oh, of course. They announced yeah. it and had to picture up, here's Cassie Lang. She's like, what? Am, I, am I not in it anymore? Oh, I'm not yeah. getting into it, but I think we all agree that is bang out. That's stinky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I don't care that she was a place though. Mm. I don't. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. I'm glad you enjoyed it though, Smithy. Yeah, uh, this is from Saeed Tarek X0. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Um, he said, not going to lie, had a grand old time watching it yesterday. Not a classic, but I don't get the hate. Really happy to hear it's getting good numbers. That last post-credit scene though. Oh, we'll muscle, t- muscle we'll talk about it, Smithy. Yeah, um, I've got one more from DW. Uh, yeah, I got the Star Wars vibe. It definitely kept the tone from the other Ant-Man movies. Majors as Kang is going to be good. Agreed. Uh, and lastly, from Aaron Johnson, a uh, bit of a long one here, so just going to read through it. I uh, feel like at this point, the MCU, they should be focused on, on connecting the films in some way. Everything is disconnected right now. They wasted Modoc by changing his character into the yellow jacket and make him go good and then kill him off. This isn't Marvel's first time wasting a character in brackets Taskmaster. I do agree with that point. Yeah. Um, we'll say love the jokes. Uh, we'll say the jokes are better than Love and Thunder. However, the jokes are a bit inappropriate. Um, I guess I saw, I know what you mean there. Do you remember the bit when he goes, they're having a bit of an intense moment and he goes, oh, Modoc, I get it. Yeah. That didn't land for me. I don't know yeah. what it felt like in your cinema. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like it sort of broke the scene a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, um, 
post-credit scenes were good and added to the character Kang and connecting it to Loki. The action scenes were pretty good too. Yeah. So some it's getting some love from yeah. audiences. Yeah. So uh, yeah, thank you for reviewing. We do want to do that to on all of them. So please send in your reviews. But other than that, it's time for our scores out of ten. Ooh. Craig first here. Yeah. No, I'm scared. <laughs> You've got to do it. Okay, you've um, got to go up. I, I come out of it thinking uh, a six out of ten. Yeah. Which is just above okay for me. You know, average average halfway there is five. Um, I sort of maybe only dropped about a five point five, and this, here's my reasoning. Right. Right. Fair. It's a fair score. There's only one thing that really I thought, you know, there's some dodgy, wonky CGI, but there's some great looking CGI in some bits. The only wonky bit, as we've discussed, is a bit the handing of Kang at the end, right? That's that's the only real main problem with this film. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, st- I'm actually going to go back to a 6 out of 10, and I'll tell you for why. Do you, do you ever use Letterboxd? Yes. Mm, yeah. yeah. So you can make your lists. Mm. Have, you done, have you done that at all? I've never done it, but so, I, we, we actually follow them, yeah. So... Okay, so my, my point is, and it's been like this for the last couple of Marvel films as well, and shows and stuff like that, unless you're Rotten Tomatoes and Miss Marvel's the best thing ever. <laughs> um, but I don't think films, especially Marvel films, can just be okay anymore. Right? Like, they either have to be a masterpiece or they're dog shit. Right? In a lot of people's, yeah. not saying most, uh, um, everyone's opinions, but it seems to be one or the other. Right? It's either one, mm. of, the, one of the two ways. When, when I looked at it, and you know, it's 31 films now, so I've rated it and made my list of the MCU. I'm just gonna, can I just shoot through quickly yep, the yep. eleven films that are worse, in right, my opinion? Go. Just say yes or no. Uh, Iron Man two. Uh, no, I think Iron Man two is okay. better. Eternals, worse. Captain Marvel, better. Okay, Guardians two, worse. Thor, original recipe Thor, better. Black Widow, better. Iron Man three, better. Incredible Hulk, better. Ant Man and Wasp, worse. Love and Thunder, worse. Dark World, worse. <laughs> okay, so you disagreed about three. So, you, so basically, it's eight less worse films. Yeah, I for, would say. for me, it's about. You said it's thirty-one movies. Yeah. For me, this is around about twenty-five, twenty-six worse for me. So it's quite low on mine. Yeah. Um. But I do. I do. Yeah. Just fair point. But fair I just. Point. I just think it's. I think it's fine. Like it's a classic thing of what I yeah. used to say. I think it's just it's fine. fine. I don't think it has to be a masterpiece. I don't think it has to be shit. I think it's fine. For Love and Fighter. Dog shit. Yeah. Fair. That's my, that's my end Fair of enough. Yeah. Connor, score? Um, I'm going to get a four out of 10. It's a very, very weak four out of 10. It could even be a three out of 10. Oh, Jesus. And Christ. I'll tell you for why. Uh, I think it was weak writing. Um, the script and the dialogue was weak and was shit and was cheesy. The jokes, for the most part, didn't land. Um, the CGI was a bit wonky. Good in some places, but it's heavily CGI, of course. So, yeah. But some bits are really just fluffed. Um, some characters didn't get what they should have got. And that, that's stinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I put this on par with four, um, no, don't. Love and Thunder. <laughs> oh, I, think, no. I think they're just as shit as each other. And the problem is, the problem I've got is, we're at a stage, like I said earlier, we're at a stage with Marvel now, where I don't think we as fans should just accept a film for what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't think we say, oh, just have fun with it, it's Ant-Man. Yeah, it's Ant-Man, but it's also kicking off phase five, yeah. and it's also introducing the big bad. So this film couldn't fail, really. It shouldn't have. Yeah. Coming off the back of Phase 4, this shouldn't have been what we was given. And it was. And I think it's stinky. And I think it's not. I, I think, think it's stinky. Should, I, I think we deserved better. Uh, I'll wrap it up. I, I won't go into it. I'll wrap it up quick, just for time. But yeah, uh, I am a 4 out of 10 as well. 
Um, four Love and Thunder for me was a three out of ten, so this is just better than that. Uh, all the reasons you said, lazy writing, character arcs were awful, some of the visuals were bad, done all right because it was literally 95% um, CGI. Um, it was it was the next big bad for Ka- uh, as Kang. I thought that they sort of fumbled it there. Um, and Marvel for me at the minute, I've said this this phrase before and it makes sense. Uh, it's like my mum changing a recipe of my favourite dinner of spag bowl when I was younger. Yeah. Like, mum, that tastes a bit shit. And she goes, oh, right. And I go, what recipe did you use? She goes, well, I tried a new one. I go, what are you fucking trying new ones for? You, you do Winter Soldier she again. She corn mints in. Yeah, yeah corn mints. Oh, get out. But we've got, I just want to get back to, um, and we've got in our box of scraps, we've got. We've done a Twitter poll for, for some, uh, the best MCU trilogy. And we're going to do the results on that and what we think. But yeah, you, you've got a template and a formula of Marvel that have just nailed over the last decade. And you've, there's no excuse for doing bad MCU movies because you've yeah. got everything you need from fans' reactions to your um, your movies you've done. You know what works and don't. So stop what you're doing. They, yeah. I think they are aware, personally. This one was already in, filmed and stuff like that. Yeah. I think they're aware. I think maybe that's me being a Marvel faith man. I don't know. I think they're aware, but it's a four out of 10. Yeah. So an average of a five, we'll give it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's fine, so five is fine with me. Fair enough. Yeah. Right, um, so let's move on. Craig, could you take us through okay. the two end credit scenes, please? <clears throat> okay, so the first one, um, um, these these were two very good end credit scenes, you have to admit, it, regardless of yeah. the, what you think of the film. Yeah, yeah they, were, oh, they were um, good. So the first one is the is the Council of Kangs. Uh, very exciting stuff. It's the, it's the Council of Kangs who exiled Kang the Conqueror into the quantum realm and has done some pretty nasty stuff all around. So you've got the three main ones. You've got um, uh, Rama, Rama Tut, I think is his name. Um, and he was a Kang who went back and ruled Egypt with future technology, which some people believe is what happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, then you have the Silver Centurion, who, weird, because at some points that is Kang's son. It's called Silver Centurion, but he looks like a more powerful one. Normally armoured, and the armour's normally based on Doctor Doom. Oh, okay. Okay. We haven't had that yet. He didn't look very armoured in that bit, no. but that is the character, maybe... Fantastic Four coming up, maybe that is something that happens. Uh, and then the big one, the man who's doing the most speaking with the big hat, famous, proper comic uh, accurate as well, is Immortus. So the oldest Kang alive. Oh. So the grandest Kang, yeah. for example. The, gra- the um, grandest Kang. Yeah, I don't know how else yeah. His name's Immortus. Um, and all done terrible things in their, their timelines, all ruled different timelines. He is the King Kang, let's yeah. say. Yeah. Not King Kong, King <laughs> Kang. Um, and... It looks like now where people, where the Avengers and other stuff are messing with multiverses and timelines and stuff like this, and the exiled one is now dead, in inverted commas, um, they need to sort this out. Yeah. So it looks like an Which onslaught of Kangs, and it looks like when it pans out to this, frankly, massive arena, that, um, that there's like 100,000 Kangs, some looking slightly <laughs> weird and that. Um, one, when one was beating his chest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that proper this, but this is, uh, you know, a... I don't even know how to say it, a multitude of Kangs. There's just so many of them, different versions, each live a different time, each seen something else. And I thought it was absolutely brilliant and gives you an idea from, you know, seeing Kang this, whether you're disappointed of how he ended or whatever, the bits you did see and what you did like, you've now got 100,000 of them yeah. or whatever yeah. in this arena coming to sort out the multiverse and stop them. Because you even get a glimpse of the Loki timeline of the, you know, like what mm. we saw at the end with the timeline yeah. and branching off and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, very exciting for me uh, seeing that because this is this is the true beginning of the Kang Dynasty. That yeah. is the whole point. Nice, good end there. Cool yeah, that that saved it a little bit for me. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be the best thing in the movie, but 
unfortunately, uh, that's what we're left with. Hey, Ant-Man and Wasp, the best thing about yeah. that was the credit yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, I really did like it. Uh, someone, it was, it was all, uh, uh, Greg from Real Rejects, another, another good one. It was really funny. It, it was good, but he, he made something, and I can't get it out of my head. He said it, it come across like an SNL skit. <laughs> how is Jonathan Majors who is just so good got to keep up with all these different voices but anyway loved it but saying that you know like we all loved him as he who remains at the end of Loki completely different character to this yeah. Kang so yeah. someone with this acting chops I think he's going to do yeah. pretty well yeah. but to see them three there was like it was a, a big thing for I could imagine coming. yeah it's, mm. it's go Oh, my what did you think? Oh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was doing the next one. Yeah. This is not no, my point. Fair enough. <laughs> I was going to throw it under the bus. Uh, yeah, so next one then. Next one. So I didn't expect this at all. I didn't expect either one, no. to be honest. But next one. So we, we go back to, I think it's the 19, no, 1700s, I think it is actually, or something like that. Is it? No, I, thought, oh, no, I, I, got, I got early tw- 20th century. I got like 19, yeah, I think 10 or 20. 19, yeah, yeah, I think like it is actually yeah. normal. Say 1900. Yeah. Say. Uh, so you get a, another big character in the comics, another Kang variant called Victor Timely. Um, and we're seeing what he's doing in his timeline. He's creating things with future tech again. They all use future tech. Naughty Kangs, yeah, mate. Naughty they are Naughty yeah. Kangs. Um, and then it pans to the audience. And we've got Loki and Mobius yeah. sitting there watching. Oh, so happy. And yeah, so I was, I was really your, happy. My audience went mad. Yeah. 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 Bell did. Bell yeah. absolutely loved it. <laughs> well, I had some people say, Loki. He's like, well, no shit. Of Loki. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the good thing about that was because. Um, you know, it turned to him and he was he's trying to explain to Mobius why this guy is so terrifying. Yeah. This guy coming inside, this guy doesn't look terrifying at all. What the hell is this? Yeah. Um but because at the end of Loki, obviously you see him and Mobius come, Mobius doesn't know who he is, and you've got the big Kang statue in the TVA. Um but Victor Timely is another one who was exiled uh from the Council of Kangs, uh, and he ends up building a whole city called Chronopolis. Ah, love which, that. Uh is all future tech. It's a bit like Wakanda type, but right. Ruled by a Kang. Oh, a so he line. so he was exiled. Sorry, yes, Victor Timely. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Are they? Do you reckon that? Do they go into him? Are gangs. they going to him for help then to learn more about Kangs? That could be a good idea. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't know. Yeah. He was, I did. I, I didn't get that. That he was. Uh, it's brilliant. If he is exiled, then that maybe is a first sure point. Keep talking. No, that's it. good. That's yeah. a first yeah, point of call maybe for Mobius and Loki, and they're yeah. thinking right. We're going to go through the times to try and find a specific Kang that can maybe help us. I think they need a Kang. They call, no, he's confirmed to be in it, Jonathan. Like quite a lot, apparently. Jonathan Majors in Loki. So, yeah. no, I mean, like to help. They need oh, a Kang right, to yeah. help. Well, of course. Yeah. No offense, Loki. You need a Kang on your side. <laughs> you need, you've got Mobius who just wears a Supra. Yes. <laughs> you need. You need a Kang. Get a Kang. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but the the other thing I was reading actually earlier is that how um, Kang and Conqueror can return, and it's quite a clever way to do it if this goes ahead. Often fan theories are better than what actually happens, but he could come back as uh, the character Beyonder. You might know it from uh, yeah, I didn't, Heroes. I, yeah, I've seen that, but he's, he's not. A king. Yeah, so, okay, not that's a what king. I was going to say. But he could do right to sort of help, say, help the Avengers against the Kang Dynasty. Gotcha. And once they're overthrown, the Beyonder then creates Battleworld, which creates Secret Wars. Ah, gotcha. So it's quite a clever. Yeah, where I don't not necessarily think that's going to happen, but you know, Marvel have done it with Yellow Jacket, made yep. Yellow Jacket and Modok the same character. They're not in the comics, so. You can mix characters. Yeah. They have got a good platform here, regardless of people's thoughts on the movie. They've got a good platform. Yeah. I, I, I think, I, sorry, I, think, I was going to say, I think, obviously, we had him against Atman and Wasp, which you would think is out, out, outmatched. Yeah. Atman and Wasp. But when you see this character against a team of Avengers, or three of this character against a team of Avengers or whatever, I think it's going to look pretty spectacular. Oh, Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. 
And three majors, so yes, please. Yeah. Uh, right, that's it for the end credit scenes. Next up for the MCU is Guardians, obviously in May, but it's going to be a completely different tone. going to be sad as fuck. And I'm, yeah. I can't wait for it, though. But uh, next week, obviously, we're doing Back for Last of Us, but that was our biggest, that's our big blockbuster. First yeah. one of the year. There's plenty to come. It's 2023. But for now, it's time for Screams. Tell me! Oh, t- oh it's Loki. Yeah. Yeah, well played. Uh, right, anyone been watching anything? Do you know what? I haven't. I've been a bit poorly. You bet, and you I've been <laughs> obsessed with Hogwarts Legacy as well. I won't say what, what you had, but yeah, enjoying Hogwarts Legacy, uh, Peria? Oh, it's amazing. I finished it today. Oh, you did, yeah. Uh, the last mission. Yeah. Um, it's very good. I won't yeah. say, obviously, but the last mission is, let's say it has an end game moment in it, and I was Ooh. very surprised. <sighs> It's very good. I've been so bad. I've I've been quite busy annoying. They've angrily been at my house, so I haven't played it in ages, so oh. I need to jump on it again. Yeah. But join it. Very good. Yeah. Very good game. How um, far away do you reckon you are from the end? I've got two more main quests to do, and I've done it. So Ooh. I'm almost at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Bloody hell, you two. Uh, <laughs> Fair play. No one's sleeping. <laughs> uh, what else have you been watching? Um, also, not TV or film, but the XFL returned this weekend. Yeah. Um, I saw some snippets. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, no. I mean... I think the numbers were quite good. I'm waiting for the I official saw, figures. I did see that. I was, I was yeah. waiting for the figures. I think the numbers are okay, but quality-wise, this is not going to be good. Oh, dear. But I think The Rock might get it past one season, maybe two. That's the only backing he's got is Dwayne. Fair but enough. I don't think it's going to be good. But yeah, other than that, that's there it. There it is. Ooh, can I just add this in, sorry? I didn't, I didn't read this earlier, but apparently in the comics, Victor Timely, Victor Timely is actually a civilian disguise for Kang the Conqueror. Ooh. Oh, okay. And he escaped and went back. Right, they've got they've got like nine great stories they could probably do. Yeah, if they do yeah. a bad one, then you are just like us. <laughs> we're coming for you, Jeff. Uh, anyway, uh, anything you've been watching? Uh, just Last of Us. Watch uh, t- today's one. Yeah, um, very good. Again, yeah. Um, they skipped a big part though, which yeah. I'm a bit annoyed. about. This is the part of the game I remember. Yeah, but they this, skipped yeah. a massive part. You know, when they come. It's not a spoiler. Yeah, but when they go see the dam. Yeah, there's a whole good like hour long. Have you played the dam mission? I'm at the dam bit. Yeah, I've just. Left so the dam. When they all come and attack, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah They yeah. skip past all that. Oh. What, the bit... dam that runs that town? Yeah, yeah. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Before he meets, that's where he meets Tommy. Don't remember that bit, man. Where he meets Tommy and his <laughs> yeah. wife in the game gotcha. at the dam. Right. But they skipped all that bit and gone straight to the town. Oh. Basically, yeah. Yeah. But brilliant It's a great episode. episode. Yeah, yeah, it's a really brilliant good episode. episode. Yeah. Everyone else? Uh, no, no. Fair dues. Uh, not much for me, really. Um, Picard season three. <laughs> Uh, won't stay on it because I know you're not fans but for any Star Trek well there are quite a lot to be fair for Star Trek fans out there I'll say one thing that will help you understand how good this is there's always a bit of time thing that Picard over Captain Kirk but original series over Next Gen which was me but this is done the impossible it's the best Star Trek you'll see Ooh. And all the reviewers have said the same thing. They've finally done it because Star Trek's been a little bit shit for a while. Yeah. Um, but they have now this and just seeing Patrick Stewart. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, also the BAFTAs. Um, watched oh, yeah. that yesterday. Uh, Richard E. Grant was the host. I love him. He nailed it. Uh, fair play. Alison Hammond. I do like Alison Hammond. I, I do. do. I don't. I do. Oh, I don't. you don't? I have a soft spot for her. <laughs> oh, okay. They, they were good, though. So basically... He'd bring, bring her on stage, then she went off to do the studio bit. Good. It's just Richard E. Grant. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was a good bastard. They brought it down to like two hours again. So Another Loki. It's gone full circle <laughs> here, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right. So, uh, and that's it. Yeah, Last of Us episode six. So now it's time for scraps. Bunch of scraps! Uh, I've got a cut. I'll end on our rankings and I'll end that show. So yeah. have you got any scraps for you guys? I've got one scrap. Uh, sure. It's quite a sad scrap. Uh, oh, Bruce yeah. Willis has yeah. yeah. been diagnosed with dementia. Uh, yeah, give it a <laughs> uh, I can't remember. And delete. What is a, I can't remember what type of frontal temporal yeah, dementia, which is quite an aggressive form of dementia. I think uh, I heard it's 
the horrible part is that apparently it's not so much memory loss, your behaviour gets really bad. Yeah, and your personality. So it's not, stuff. it's actually worse than you just remembering. You, you will, rem- uh, sorry, forget stuff, but you also get like, I think quite aggressive and stuff. Yeah. It's a very bad one. Yeah, it's sad news. So. Well, I, I don't know what it was, so people might remember, he got diagnosed with aphasia last year. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people going, I mean, this is old news. I'm like, it's, it's literally Demi Moore's just Instagram. Yeah. It's not yeah. old. Aphasia's to do with actually words though and speaking and stuff isn't it yeah. which is why he said he was taking a break from acting that's it and that's, that was last year obviously leading to something yeah. more serious yeah. unfortunately so that's a shame yeah wish him well wish him all well um, any other scraps no that's it Mr Craig no I do not fair enough I'll end the show with these these few bits then um, so uh, discussing film dropped an exclusive um, Hellboy reboot is happening again Ugh. okay I think I might be the only one that actually likes the character, <laughs> so I'll probably move on uh, just a quick one for people that are fans it's going to be set in the 1950s um, uh, so it's going to be a bit of a younger Hellboy because I think he comes in World War Two or whatever. But yeah, they're going for it again. Uh, I'm luck. not sure what to say about that. Ron Perlman's one I loved. David Harbour was brilliant, but the film was absolutely shit. Uh, do you want to mention your thing you put in the chat about what David Harbour has? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so a couple of weeks ago, David Harbour uh, put on Instagram, I think it was, is that whenever he wants to remember uh, how well he's doing, he keeps a picture of hel- him as Hellboy on his bedside table. <laughs> to keep him grounded. <laughs> to keep him grounded, yeah. Fair, Fair enough. Uh, and... A live action How to Train Your Dragon movie is in the works. Oh, yeah. Please, you must have seen I it. I know Craig it. hasn't. I haven't, no. What? I need to. I know. I, maybe maybe you will completely disagree, but they are, they're my favourite animated movie. Bar Finding Nemo. They're my favourite animation movies. So good. And then lastly is our Twitter poll. Mm. Wait, there's, there's one more thing. Go, sorry. I don't know if you must have, must have mentioned it last week. The Lilo and Stitch. Oh, no, it was this week. Sorry, I didn't actually oh, put that in there. Zach, yeah, it was Stitch live action. Zach Galifianakis is Stitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> mental. I didn't even know it was happening. Uh, I'm not sure what to say. Well, they might as well just keep doing remakes because regardless of their shit or not, they make dough. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, right, so we'll end it with a Twitter poll and I want your two's opinions on what you rank them as. So we've now, we're not including Thor in this as I had to explain about 94 times. It's got four movies, so I'm not counting it as a trilogy. We're just doing the four characters in the MCU that have a trilogy. So we've done uh, Iron Man, Captain America, Spider-Man, and Ant-Man. Yeah. Can you just tell me your rankings, please, in order from best to worst? Yeah. Yeah. Go first. Yeah. Captain America, number one. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man, two. Iron Man, three. And then Ant-Man, four. Captain America, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Ant-Man, you're saying? Craig. Yeah, the same. And four is just... I know it's got four films, but just below that. <laughs> that one movie has burned everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I am exactly the same as you. And our Twitter poll, we had about 100 across quote retweets and comments. And I think it was about 80% cap. Yeah. Um, a lot, lot of people saying the same things, even if, you, even if Captain America 1 was bloody awful, which it wasn't, even if that was the worst movie ever... Winter Soldier and Civil War yeah. are enough to beat any trilogy. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. And those days may be gone so, in the MCU. So yeah. what you're saying is that poll and what we've just said is the only correct answer. So no one's saying anything different. Everyone yeah. who said that I'm going to, after this, I'll be coming to you <laughs> saying you're all wrong and Craig's address is this. Uh, so uh, that ends the show. Next week, we are back with our Last of Us breakdown. It'll be episode seven. Uh, we'll touch a little bit on episode six as well. Uh, and we'll have all the news, etc., and trailers that drop. Uh, but for now, that's me. And thank you for listening, Craig. Thanks. And thanks for having us in your ears.